Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 21st of February. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always, of course, by our title sponsor, Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3-800-747-3733. You're involved in any kind of an accident, you let Anna Jar and Levine Put their skills to work for you, get you the compensation you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. And of course, Bet Online, our partner, continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs. That includes pro and college hoops all throughout the year with up-to-the-minute odds, stats, trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices head to bet online today to become part of the team remember to use promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online the game starts here so glad to have you with us here i appreciate anyone who was listening to me last night, ESPN Radio, filled in on Amber and Ian, did the show with top girl Amber Wilson. So if you hung out with us last night, I'll love you a long time. Had a lot of fun last night. And uh, look, there's there's no one doing it like she is in Sports Talk Radio right now. So if you haven't been listening to Amber every night from 7 to 10 p.m., like I said, there's no one like her doing it right now. So make sure you always check her out every night and certainly check it out When I'm paired with her, it's my favorite night of the week, and I feel really fortunate that I'm able to do shows with her again. So anyone who hung out with us last night, really awesome, had a great show, had a lot of fun. I got a great show for you today. Now, obviously, we're super happy with the Florida Panthers, who have now won six consecutive games. We got Inter-Miami starting their season tonight. Now, you guys know, I like to... 
try and find some ways to get you guys involved in the show. I'd like to get the the listeners, Zazlo Show 2.0 fans, involved in the show as much as possible. And of course, on Thursdays, that's tomorrow, on Thursdays, we do mailbag. Well, I put out, you know, another way it, I, I can get you guys involved. I put out a question this morning. Enter Miami tonight. What are the expectations for this team? Got a lot of great responses there. So, that's something I think I could do more often where I'll read you guys' responses so it's like you're part of the show. So, we'll get to that coming up. First, though, oh, and by the way, our guy, one of my favorite Florida Panthers of all time, my guy Ed Jovanovsky is going to hop on the show today. So, Jobo Cop will join the show. We'll talk Panther hockey with him. Look, I'd always love having Jobo on the show. So, Panthers win last night, but before that, so I'll let you a little bit behind the scenes. Here's what, here's the way it goes down. I'm about to start the show last night with Amber Wilson. And right before we go on, you know, the Panther game is starting at 7. We're going on the air at 7. And so I say to the producers there in Bristol, I go, all right, what are the chances I can get through the show? I can get through the next three hours and not have the Panther game spoiled for me. And I ask that because, well, if it's going to be... Like, I can never get away with that if the Heat are on at the same time. Because, like, like the Heat are... The Heat are important. The Heat get attention on ESPN. I can't not know what's going on with the Heat. So I have to have the Heat game on if they're playing while I'm on ESPN Radio. But the Panther game, I can potentially get away with not watching the game, not having it spoiled for me, because there's no reason to be addressing the Panther game while I'm hosting on ESPN Radio, unless it's a playoff game, of course. So I say to them, what are the chances I cannot have the Panther game spoiled for me? So meaning, you guys in the studio there in Bristol, I would like you not to say anything. Amber's not going to say anything. She doesn't have a clue what's going on with the Panthers. I mean, like, like, just keep it real, keep it don't. And it really boils down to who is doing the Sports Center updates. Because if it's someone who's into hockey, and like Kevin Winter, he gives the hockey scores. If it's somebody who's going to give the hockey scores, is that going to be spoiled for me? Well, whoever was doing the Sports Center updates last night, I don't even know. They said the producers told me he's going to give hockey scores. So they said we can turn down the Sports Center updates so you don't hear it. I'm like, yes. Let's do that, because that makes a perfect night. If I can work with my homegirl, Amber Wilson, 7 to 10 p.m., and then I go downstairs, Zazlo Mansion family room, I sit on the couch in my underwear, I crack open a Johnny Cuba, and I enjoy the Panther game. That's a night right there. So, that's how I was able to enjoy the game. That's right, we got through it. I got through the three hours, had no idea about the Panther game. My son, Corey, my 15-year-old, Close to the end of me, uh, end of the show with Amber, he walks in during a commercial break. I take off my head, so I go, don't tell me anything about the Panther game. I don't know about it. I'm going to watch it afterward. Don't make any facial expressions. Moving on. And so he understood the assignment. And when I got done with the show, I went downstairs. And, and my wife, of course, she's taunting me. Do you want to know what happened? Do you want to know what happened? Do you want to know who won? I'm like, please stop talking about this. Because I feel like based on her tone or like, I just like, you know what? It, like, she's, she was at peak annoying while I was watching the Panther game. Peak annoying. And she didn't end up spoiling it for me. But my plan worked to perfection last night. 
That's a good night right there. So I had a fun night, obviously, because we know the Panthers won. But I had a great night. Got to do the show with Amber Wilson. That's always the highlight of my week. And then we got to sit on the couch and enjoy the Panthers. Now, I will say I talked about this a lot yesterday. I thought there was going to be a lot of fisticuffs during the Panthers-Centers game because the last time you had like a 1,000 minutes in penalties, you had all the game misconducts, you had Matthew Kachuk, you had Brady Kachuk, you had all the fight. They don't fight each other. They promised their mother. But you had all the fighting going on. I thought it was going to be a rough... Now, the game did get very physical, especially in the third period, but no fights. Came close a couple times. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, he faced most Brady Kachuk, I think it was, at one point. It got it got testy, especially in the third, but no fights. I was very surprised. That's okay. The, the whole point is, you got to win. So the Panthers, they're back home last night. Ammer and Bank Arena, packed. Every game is packed. Tremendous hockey atmosphere now here in Sunrise. And just 19 seconds into the game, the Panthers get on the board. So we'll see how this one materializes. Chance in front, Aaron Ekblad score! 19 seconds in! Ekblad makes it 1-0. That's how you get the game started. I didn't even see the goal. I put I put the game on. I pressed play. I walked away from the couch. I walked into the kitchen. I made myself a taco. And then come and sit down and watch the game. 19 seconds in, Aaron Ekblad gets his fourth goal of the season. Panthers are already up 1-0. You figure, okay, they're going to kick the shit out of the centers. Not the case. We go to the second period. Late in the second period, it's still 1-1. That Bakke had the opportunity. Rodriguez off the bench with a chance glove save. Montour in the slot fires. That's blocked. Another shot score! Brandon Montour makes it 2-0. Well, I think he learned his lesson. Giving up that shot to try and force a pass. And then Panthers get jump on that loose puck. Montour stayed aggressive, stayed inside that blue line. And again, right down Main Street. Brandon Montour with his fourth goal of the season. A beauty. put, And he earned that goal. He had a great shift. Panthers are up 2-0. Going into the third period. And then the Senators, they tie the game. They get a pair of goals. And Bobrovsky was fantastic, by the way. But they get a pair of goals. They tie the game. We go into overtime, so they're going to get the point. But look, we're trying to win a sixth consecutive game here. Overtime in the NHL is so good. Regular season, three on three, up and down the ice. Each team, you're always going to get a good shot. I watch overtime. I got to stand in the Zaslow Mansion family room. I got to stand. And the closer you get to the television, everybody knows, the closer you get to the television, the more intense it is. So I'm standing watching the overtime. And Anton Lundell, who has been red hot of late, wins it for the Panthers. Lundell gets by Brady. Gets shot. Shot by the score. Let's go home, baby. Anton Lundell extends the winning streak to a half dozen. Grab a hose. The Panthers are on fire. That's right. Let's go home, baby. Panthers win back in first place in the Eastern Conference. Anton Lundell with his eighth goal of the season of beauty. Top shelf, right over the right shoulder of a blocker side of the goalie. And the Panthers, they skate out of there with a win. We're going to have Ed Jovanovski on the show. We'll talk about that. And one of the things I want to talk about is this Panther team, 
the way it took them all year long last year to, to play the style of hockey that Paul Maurice wanted them to play. And finally, they started playing that way very late in the regular season, and it carried them into the playoffs. And we saw Paul Maurice was right all along. It got them to the Stanley Cup Finals. The way they played in the playoffs last year is how they have played this entire season. They are that team now. But here's, so we shouldn't be surprised they're so good. But here's the thing. And, and I'll ask Jovo about this. I think they're better. They're better than they were last year in the playoffs. They're even better. They're first place in the East. I, I don't believe in that President's Trophy bullshit. The whole President's Trophy curse. The, the first place team, they never wind up winning the Stanley Cup. It hasn't happened in forever. Win as many games as you can. Get as many points as you can. Finish first. Get get home ice advantage in the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't I don't believe in that Stanley uh, 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 President's Trophy curse bullshit. Come on. Get out of here with that. The Panthers in their last 24 games now. You've had a nine-game winning streak. You've had a six-game winning streak. The Panthers in their last 24 games. How about this? 19-3-2. and 19-3-2. In their last 24 games. This is the best team in the Eastern Conference. Vancouver's really good. They have the most points in the NHL. This is the best team in the Eastern Conference. And they are absolutely a major Stanley Cup contender. It's so exciting. that can't. I can't wait for April. I can't wait. So we'll get Jovo on here in a little bit. We'll talk Florida Panther hockey with him. And just a really good job. Thursday, they're at Carolina. I hate the Hurricanes. I don't... Have we played the Hurricanes yet this year? Man, I can't remember. After taking that ass, sweeping that ass in the Eastern Conference Finals, Thursday, tomorrow night, the Panthers, they're at the Carolina Hurricanes. The Heat are not back in action until Friday. They're at New Orleans. You got the All-Star break. Gotta rest. Yeah, you gotta rest, all right? So the Pan- uh, Panthers, the Heat... They're back in action Friday. Now, the Inter-Miami season begins tonight. It snuck up on us, right? So, they're, they're open. It's, no, it's regular season now. You know they were on a their preseason tour. By the way, all right, before, before we get into Inter-Miami, you guys know I love sheets and giggles. I'm looking right now at my bed right there. That comforter, it looks so soft. I know how soft it is because I sleep on nothing but sheets and giggles. And when you go to sheetsgiggles.com, you're sleeping on the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets out there. Sheetsgiggles.com, you get made from the wood from eucalyptus trees. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he did it. He found a way to help us get the best sleep of our lives with these sheets, but also keeping it environmentally safe, environmentally friendly. The bed sheets, the blankets, the comforter, the pillowcases, the fitted sheets. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. If you need a eucalyptus, if you need a mattress, a eucalyptus mattress right now, you go to sheetsgiggles.com. What better time than now to take advantage of my promo code, Zaslow, Z-A-S-L-O-W. If this is your first time at sheetsgiggles.com, Use promo code Zazlow, 20% off your first order. Now is the time to get yourself a new mattress. 20% off your first order at SheetsGiggles.com. And all you got to do is use my promo code Zazlow. SheetsGiggles.com, where you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are getting the best sleep you've ever had. 
promo code Zaslow, SheetsGiggles.com. So, Inter-Miami, they open their season tonight against Real Salt Lake at 8 p.m. Now, you got to have the, the Apple Pass. Now, I have the Apple Pass. I'm a subscriber. I don't know if you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. So, with that comes a, 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 a included subscription for the MLS season pass. So, I'm looking forward. I'm going to sit down tonight in the Zazzle Mansion family room, of course, in my underwear. And I'm going to be watching Messi and Sergio Busquets and Jordi Alba and Luis Suarez. That's right. Luis Suarez is now on Inter-Miami. So, I realized only a couple days ago that the season was back upon us. Cool. I love watching Inter-Miami. And last year when Messi joined the team, super excited because... What, they, they didn't lose their first, like, nine games, including, you know, uh, tournament plays. And now they, they, it was so hard for them to make a run last year. By the time Messi joined the team, they were so far in last place in the Eastern Conference that they only ended up finishing next to last in the Eastern Conference. They gave it a little bit of a run, then the bottom fell out. Messi just wasn't healthy enough by the end because they played him so much to win that tournament and to get deep in the other tournaments. So... Now, you got Messi at the start of the season. And I understand they're going to be playing in other tournaments too. But now you got Messi, which is great because they're going to play a lot of soccer. But now you got Messi at the start of the season. I I, I think expectations got to be high for this Inter-Miami team. And here's the thing. So I just realized a few days ago that the season was starting tonight. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. I still got my tickets. I looked up the price for these tickets. Holy shit. Now, we've already gone over this. How expensive and how much they jacked up the prices. I'm not even going to tell you how much my tickets are or how much my tickets went up. But what I am going to tell you is, based on what I'm paying now, based on what everyone else is paying now, when I put out the tweet this morning, because I'm not, I'm an Inter-Miami fan, but I don't really know about the other MLS teams. I'm not an expert, all right? I... You may think, because, you know, I, I got good soccer lingo. You may think I'm an expert. I'm not an Inter-Miami expert. So I got to put it out to you guys. And, and I asked you guys, I need to hear from my Inter-Miami fans, what's the expectation for the team this year? And then, of course, I got, you know, I'm, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. But I'm asking you guys. So many of you know more about it than me. So we got a lot of responses there. But what I will tell you, based on what I'm paying this year, for these Inter-Miami tickets, based on what we're all paying this year for these Inter-Miami season tickets, this team better be fucking good. That I'm not going to tell you exactly what I paid, but I am going to tell you, based on the prices, this team better be really good. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to tell you. So I put it out there, and like I said, I think this is a good way to get you guys involved, to get the interaction. So here's what we got. My man Nick Hexy chimes in. Better be championship or bust with this squad. And then he says, did you renew the season tickets this year? Hashtag trying to go. Good job out of you, Nick's Hex. And of course, everybody knows when I'm trying to go to a game. Now, I'm not trying to go tonight. I have tickets. But whenever I'm trying to go, that means I'm looking for the hookup. So my man, Nick's Hex there, he's trying to go. I hope that works out for you. Whenever I'm trying to go, that means I'm putting the bat signal out and I'm... I, I need the hookup. I don't need the hookup for Inter-Miami tickets. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. So yes, of course, I told him. I, I, I did renew my tickets. 
It was expensive. All right. Vince says, I would say they didn't try much during the preseason to hit it hard during the official season. Sleeper team ready to dominate. Okay. So when they came out and they won like their first nine games or at least went uh, uh, undefeated in those nine games without a loss, they, they were dominating and they were beating really good teams. So that's a good point there by Vince. I hope he's right. They, they played these preseason friendlies. They did not play well. And that was when Messi was playing, too, because he missed a few games also. Let's see. A bitter t- uh, Easy E Machine says, I'm expecting four trophies this year. So, yeah, I think they're playing in three tournaments. And also, you have the MLS Cup. So, I guess he's saying he expects him to win everything. Now, <laughs> my man A.O. Lopez says, most important ones are MLS League Cup and CONCACAF Champions Cup. Now, because they won the tournament that they were in last year, that's what gets them, I believe, to the round of 16 automatically in CONCACAF Champions Cup. So, El Lopez is looking for two trophies, MLS League's Cup and CONCACAF Champions Cup. Uh, let's see. Lewis likes to fish. He says, we're relying on four 35-plus-year-olds, so I'm somewhat skeptical. Well, that's where I think the head coach, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Tata... Tato Martinez, Tato Martinez, he's going to have to manage that. All right, that's up to him. That's up to me. That's up to him. Let's see. Uh, uh, cheesy underscore dad says, see, uh, uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup and MLS Cup. MLS Cup is a must if no CCC. Then two other cups aside from MLS. Anything less is on the team, coach, and management and will be unacceptable at these prices. All right, so he has big expectation and... Yeah, I would say unacceptable at these prices. Well, that's why the MLS Cup is the one that's most important to me because those other tournaments, even if they're going to be played at Dry Pink Stadium, we don't have those tickets in our season ticket, you know, membership. So the MLS Cup, the, like those regular season games to me are most important. Those are the games I have the tickets for. But I understand what you're saying. He has high expectation. Let's see. Teeter Tono says, well, I think we definitely will be better than last season. Well, that, that's you're setting the bar low. But yes, I think you're probably right. Former Miami Dolphins practice facility tweets, middle of the pack most of the year, but they'll win a trophy and be called a partial success. Early flame out of the playoffs like last year, but louder. All right, so he does not have high expectations. Battered Herons, okay, that's a, a big Inter-Miami podcast. Battered Herons says, CONCACAF Champions Cup, MLS Cup, that's the expectation. Anything less would be a disappointment. Wow, so anything less than winning MLS this year is a disappointment. That's... That's exciting. My man, Mr. Bill says, they're in five competitions. They should win two of them, neither of which will be MLS Cup. So I wonder, is he saying that they're not going to win MLS Cup or they should win two competitions besides MLS Cup? Either way, that, that, that's a lot of soccer you need to get out of this team. And finally, one more here is from my man, Carlos. Carlos says, get to the playoffs healthy. It's a long-ass season. We should come out of the East with Vasquez from Cincy transferring out, but Nashville, Philly, Orlando City, still formidable opponents. We should end up top four, and then Carlos, oh, Carlos, good job out of you. FYI, I am also an inaugural season ticket holder. Good job out of you, Carlos. I'm looking forward to seeing you at a game. I'm still looking, I'm still going to get into one of those gangs at the game. You know, the the La Familia, you know, I, I forget the names of the other guys, but I'm looking to get jumped into one of those gangs. So if you see me at an Inter-Miami game because I'm an inaugural season ticket holder, all, all the gangs that are out there, 
supporting the Inter Miami, I'm looking to get jumped in. So I, I got to tell my son when we go to the game, if all of a sudden I'm getting jumped and obviously, you know, I'll turtle into a ball because I don't want to get too hurt. That's how you got to do it if you're getting jumped into a gang. Everybody knows that. I'll tell my son, listen, don't stop them from jumping me. That means we're about to have a whole bunch of new friends. So I'm looking forward to get jumped into one of the gangs. It still hasn't happened yet. I'm looking forward to, to meeting a bunch of you guys and making a whole lot of new friends. So enter Miami tonight. That's We got it going on. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Very good. So before we talk to Jovo, guys, if you're thinking about getting a new ride, you know I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're walking in the showroom doors. You're getting a relaxed indoor car shopping experience. Or if you're just looking to get your current vehicle serviced, you're going to be treated like royalty at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Did you know they service all makes and models at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru? So whatever you're currently driving... You take it to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, and you're going to get service with confidence. That's right. Now, right now, you got a ton of great deals going on. There's a lot of love at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. A lot to love at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru this month of February. Incredible offers on all new Subarus in stock, as well as every pre-owned vehicle in their lot. Right now, at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, zero payment for three months, and make zero security deposit. I mean, you're walking out of there with a great car at the price that you're looking for, yep, your family's going to love it. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? NFLSubaru.com. Right now, from the comfort of your own home, you could shop the entire inventory when you go to NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so real good win for the Panthers last night. Not that it was a great opponent, but the winning keeps on coming for this Panther team. They remain in first place in the Eastern Conference. They do it in thrilling fashion. Joining us now, Panther great, one of my all-time favorites. Of course, everybody knows that is Ed Jovanovsky. You see him on Bally Sports Florida with our pal Jessica Blaylock. Ed, always good having you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, This Panther team, to me... It looks like they are the same team that they were in the playoffs last year, but is it possible that they're even better right now than they were in the postseason last year? Yeah, it's good to be with you. Yeah, that's a good point because I, I was on a couple NHL shows yesterday and and I referred them to obviously the beast of the East. Um, this team is for real. Um they are better than last year. And I think what they've learned through that playoff run um, is help them grow as a team and just get better in every aspect of their game. Um, you look at from the goaltending out, both of them have been excellent. Their defense, now you're starting to see Eki and, and Monty really kind of chip in offensively. It's been a little bit because of, you know, coming back in November, a little bit of slow start for them, but their defensive side of play has been excellent. 
And now you go up and down their lineup in the, uh, on the forward lines. I mean, obviously we've seen what the top two lines are doing, but even the third line with Lundell really kind of playing well right now, Lusterainen as well. And then with the fourth line with the energy with Stenlin, Lomberg, and Gadjevich, who loves to drop the gloves. So it's good to see that physical part of the game. But yeah, man, they're they're clicking right now, and they're going through very good teams that are that are so-called you know cup contenders. And um, it, it's been a nice ride thus far. And 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 just to go back on yesterday, it wasn't a very good game. You know, the, you listen to the coach talk after the game. It wasn't one or two guys. The whole team wasn't very good, but they found a way to win a hockey game, and um, that's a good sign. You know, Ekblad and Montour both get goals last night, and and I think what, what's one of the great signs about this team right now, they they got off to a decent enough start this season when Ekblad and Montour were out, still recovering from the Stanley Cup playoffs, and now they're starting to get going where they're helping out offensively, starting to get their rhythm going again. And you look at the Panthers' record, their first place in the Eastern Conference, and two of their top defensemen, it feels like are finally getting going now. Yeah, it's almost scary to, to feel that. And, and when you look at the, uh, you know, the production from the back end compared to last year, obviously these guys, you know, Montour had like 70 points or wherever it was. Um it's taken a little bit, but they found ways. And I recall when, when the coach was hired, you know, he wanted to implement a game that's going to be conducive for the playoffs and, and play that stingy defensive style. And that hasn't left. So when you, now you add the, you know, the offensive part of the game and it's always nice. You hear the guys, it's always nice to chip in, but these guys are offensive talents. And, you know, a lot of the times their assignments are really like for Ekblad and Forsling shutting down top line. So your main focus a lot of time is, hey, I got this number one line that I got to defend all night. But these guys' instincts on the offensive side are excellent. And it's maybe it's taken a little bit of time because of they've been out since November and had pretty significant surgeries that they're finally rounding into form. And they're going to need it. You want you want production from your back end. Uh, you don't want to rely on it like too much because uh, – you know, you still want to take care of the back end. But overall, you know, the, the the six guys that they have back there right now, even Mahura, who hasn't played a lot this year, came in and did an unbelievable job for not playing in a while. But OEL, um, Kulikov, and Mikola have done a nice job early on when these two studs were out of the lineup. Speaking of Kulikov, I mean, how about that hip check at center ice last night? Right. The old lost start. I said it on the show last night, almost Rob Blake. Like, you rarely see these hip checks anymore. The timing has to be good. And I, I think for Cooley, who is – looks like he shaved 10 years off his playing. He looks like the Kulikov that came in the league. But when you come into a winning situation and very structured system, um, you know, it brings the best out of you. And these guys are really – kind of relishing in this all right so i i love the i love the culture of of a hockey locker room so i need you to explain this to me because going into the game last night i thought there was going to be a lot of bad blood a lot of fighting i mean bobrovsky he face mushed uh uh, was it brady brady yeah yeah Yeah. so he face mushed brady at one point but i thought going into the game we were going to see some fights because of what happened the last time the teams played in Ottawa. And remember, you had all the misconducts at the end of the game. Guys were taking a run at Matthew Kachuk. And so 
Here's the part that I need you to explain to me, Ed, because I found I find this so interesting. Like that game in Ottawa, and I forget which guy it was for the Senators. He tried to take out Matthew Kachuk. It was a it was a dirty play, and I always wonder. All right, Brady is is the captain of Ottawa. He's on the team. You understand? Hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's us against them. But when it comes to like dirty plays like that. When he's when he's committing a dirty play against Brady Kachuk's brother, like is that okay? Does Brady say to him after you know? I understand we got to go hard at each other, but that is my brother. You can't try and uh, you know take him out where he loses games and loses checks. I always wonder how, how that dynamic works when you have brother versus brother. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think you. I mean, when you play against your brother, I, I first of all, I think it's probably the coolest thing you know, having the ability to, you know, compete against your brother. And, and the thing is with Brady, he is a very emotional player. And, and so is Matthew and Matthew likes the physical part of the game and, and Brady even more so. But I, I don't think that there's, you know, Brady will look at his teammate and, and be happy about if there was a dirty play. I, I still think you're competing and you're going to play hard against his brother, no matter who it is. But I really don't know in that situation. I, I actually can't recall even, you know, the hit, how dirty it looked or, or was. But, um, you know, especially if Matthew missed some time over that, I'm sure Brady would say, hey, listen, what the heck were you doing, you know, or thinking. But, I mean, once the puck drops, as he, I mean, you know, these guys compete. And sometimes you might even forget you're competing against your brother. But uh, overall, uh, these two guys are high emotional players. And, and they play hard, and sometimes they, they actually invite, you know, they bring the fight within the group. And I think that's what's really exciting about a guy like Matthew. We're kind of a player we haven't seen like that in Florida in a long time where even when things aren't going well offensively, he don't care. He'll, he'll face wash you. He'll, he'll hit you. He'll bump into the goaltender, and he'll create that emotion that way to stir things up. But, you know, the sibling uh, – you know, thing is, is a cool thing. And I, I think everyone wants a hard game with nobody getting hurt, especially when you had 167 penalty minutes the game before and not much yesterday. So I think that's where the hype buildup was, thinking it might get out of control. But it was a tight game, so you got to be smart. How cool is it, Ed? And we, we heard it again last night. Bobrovsky was fantastic again last night. And then the crowd with the Bobby chance. I mean... <sighs> Look, it was this time last year that we still weren't happy with the play of Bobrovsky. And now after the run to the Stanley Cup final and and certainly the, his performance so far this year has been fantastic. Like a total 180 where he's the guy and everyone loves him. Yeah, you're right. And, and the coach said it last night too. Our, our goalie was good. You know, he, he made some huge saves. And he kept the team in it and allowed them the ability to, you know, obviously end up winning the game. But he's been so good, you know, from when the playoffs last year, you know, coming in, uh, this is the model of consistency. And I think that's the biggest thing with goal, like number one goalies. I mean, to have that's how these guys become number one goalies is that, you know, that each and every night they're going to give your team an opportunity to win. Now, Maurice made a great point yesterday about we haven't had to rely too much on our goaltending being excellent. 
And because the team has played so well that they're winning games and they're blowing out teams. But I think what's, what's crucial about Bob, when you look at his play, he's made the right save at the right time. And previous years, you might see that stinker go in that kind of demoralizes the team right now. And I asked the question yesterday after the game to OEL, the confidence playing in front of a goaltender, it brings your risk factor a little bit more up as a defenseman trying to make that tougher play, you know, to spring something through the middle, just knowing that your goaltender and both of them Stolars as well are both been unbelievable. Uh, but it's good to see the fans loving the Bobby. Now they got the Bobby kind of lighting up on the, on the big screen out there. So getting the fans going on that, but it's good for him. He's a hardworking goaltender and he's getting everything he's deserving right now. Can you explain to novice fans how, cause he doesn't get a ton of goals. Can you explain to novice fans how good Sasha Barkov is out there? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the goals, everybody looks at sports and, and production. But when you look at the little intangibles of a game, the way he back checks, the way he angles guys, um, he had dropped a few pounds, so he's a lot quicker now, so he's quicker on on pucks. The face-offs. Uh, D zone faceoffs when you're put in that situation to win a huge draw. He just covers everything that we, we classify it in hockey as a 200 foot player. He can play in the D zone. He's great in the neutral zone and he's creative in the offensive zone. And I think that's exactly what Barkov is. Um, he makes everybody on his line that much better. He's a very unselfish player. Sometimes you want to be a little bit more selfish and take those opportunities and get it to the net. But overall, he's a great leader. Um, he says all the right things. His work ethic is, you know, second to none. Uh, but all the little things, right, Zazie? I mean, you look at every sport, there's always those little things that go in thing that sometimes don't end up on the score sheet that are very crucial in a game. And Barkov touches a lot of those areas. I just know that every time he has the puck in the zone, something, right. something really good, it, you know, might happen right now. Right, and and he has that presence about him because he's got that long stick, and you don't know which direction he's going to go, whether he's going to pass it. Most part, he's going to pass it because he likes to move the puck, but he he's so big, and once he gets a step on you, good luck. You know, I know as a former defenseman, once you get a, a big guy, when he gets a step on you and leans into you, he's very tough. The way he controls the boards, center ice position is one is the toughest position next to a goaltender because you really are the facilitator of everything. You know, in the D zone, you're right in that corner with the defenseman being that guy out. In, in, the, uh, in the defensive, in the offensive zone, you know, you're kind of moving in the middle and you're tracking left or right which way. A lot of the times you could be F1 in on that. So there's a lot of thinking that going into it. And we talk about hockey IQ. Him and Reinhardt are very smart hockey players. So I don't think the team has a ton of draft capital from trades they made a couple of years ago, the year they won the president's trophy. But this team is obviously in position. They're a major contender. They're a Stanley Cup contender for sure. If Bill Zito is to go to the trade deadline and try and make a big move, what do you think would be the area he could be looking at? Right. Well, first of all, sometimes the best trade is the trade you don't make. You know, last year they didn't make any moves going in and, and you see where they brought them. I, I think you'd have to look, you know, the back end, I, I think is solid. I think you have Mahura. That's the odd man out right now that who's played, you know, a lot of hockey. 
I think the bottom six, if you can get someone in that, you know, position to really kind of solidify those bottom six, that middle group um, would be something that probably Bill, Z, uh, Bill Zito is looking at. Veteran, awesome. something like Maurice, you know, likes veteran players. And I think guys that been through that fight have the experience that's in that third or fourth line that you can move up and down the ladder depending on how the game is going. I think those are the utility guy. One of those guys that you're looking at probably to add at the deadline, if any. Great job as always, Ed. We'll see you on the broadcast tomorrow night. You're working tomorrow? I am. Big game, Excellent. Carolina. Big game. Oh, I hate I hate the hurricane. <laughs> oh, know, and that was it was so sweet last year what we did to them. I hate the hurricanes. Right, right. All right. We'll we'll watch you tomorrow night. Thanks a lot as always, Ed. Great job. Appreciate All it, right. man. Anytime, pal. Excellent job, as always, by our guy, Ed Jovanovsky, and, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the program, Johnny Cuba, European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba for yourself. If you haven't tried it yet, what are you waiting for? Sedano's Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas. You know we always keep a six-pack of Johnny Cuba in the Zaslow Mansion fridge. That's how we're going to enjoy Inter-Miami tonight with an ice-cold Johnny in my right hand while I'm on the Zaslow Mansion family room couch sitting there in my underwear. Make sure you always drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. All right, you guys know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So let's start off here. Dan Lebitard, our pal, the Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gatz. Here he was yesterday. You know, a lot of hosts, including myself and Amber Wilson, she didn't do the show on Monday. So last night, doing the show with her, we got to talk about the All-Star Weekend and give reaction then. So there was a lot of reaction still yesterday, Tuesday, about All-Star Weekend. Lebitard giving his first thoughts on everything that transpired All-Star Weekend. And here, he actually defends the players for their behavior during the All-Star Game. I would like to point out to the audience, okay, that the All-Star Game, whatever All-Star Game you prefer, only exists because during the time of three channels... In America, when your sports teams can only be seen nationally, maybe the occasional Saturday before cable television, it was a big deal to have all the stars gathered in one place for a game. But now we see them all the time everywhere, all over your social media. I get every night in the league, our attention span has changed. It's no longer the time of of bird and magic. You need 10 things. The All-Star Game could be one of them, and it's going to feel like Zoe's Summer Groove. But because they don't want to be there. Like, they'd rather not be working over the weekend. They know you've got all the access to them. But it's not a special thing anymore. Like, they don't have to get rid of it because the guys don't care. They shouldn't care about it anymore. Like, it's it's an artifact from a bygone age. It's not needed anymore. It's just getting in the re- in the way of the rest they'd like this, the, the middle of the season. I will say this. They all want to be on the All-Star team. That matters to them. That part matters. I mean, I'm, I'm going not a big deal. Dan is always pro player. Dan is always going to defend the players. I think it's indefensible, but I'm going not a big deal. I'm not surprised that Dan feels that way. But as far as, you, you know, not needing the All-Star, like I've been saying, the All-Star game and the players not trying hard during the All-Star game, it is as big a deal as it is because this has been the general theme 
of the NBA for years now is guys not playing. They never want to play. They want more money than the guys before them, and they want less work than the guys before them. It's a disgrace. Big deal or not a big deal? So we know this has been a story over the last couple days, right, where J.J. Redick went in on Doc Rivers, that, that he's never accountable, he's always blaming others, always cranking up that excuse machine. Not only have I been saying that for years, but I believe someone like J.J. Redick saying it holds more weight because not only did J.J. play for Doc, but J.J. had his best years as a pro with Doc as the head coach. So if he's going to come out and be critical of that guy, I think there's more value to J.J. Reddick's words then. How about the Gojo show, Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick, you know we like those guys. Here's Golick Jr. on the J.J. Reddick Doc Rivers story. So I, I do certainly think that there's something to, and Dad, you and I always talk about this, I always trust a player's word on a lot of things that go on inside a locker room, and accountability is one of the very few non-negotiables inside a locker room that if it's there you recognize acknowledge and appreciate it and if it's not man is it glaring especially when the guy in charge will not put his hand up like the rest of you and say this was on me and so i think it might have been building to this point for a while and when we've heard it so overtly from doc in the last few weeks because this has popped up in the past right charlotte we had doc rivers and Joel Embiid both tossed Ben Simmons under the bus after that postseason game where Ben Simmons' time in seven in Philadelphia was coming to an end. We've seen it pop up in other areas. We know Doc postseason track record. But my God, this man has gone full Stugat since he's taken over as the Milwaukee's Bucks head coach, letting everybody know, I didn't ask for any of this. I didn't want these problems, but I'm here having to deal with them. And so... I can understand if you're a guy like J.J. Redick who believes you saw this as a player and sees it popping up very loudly here in the last couple of weeks, how this might trigger a response. Yeah, I, I think it's a big deal. I think Golik's making sense there. Uh, I mean, maybe there's some personal animosity somewhere, but Redick saw it behind the scenes. I think his opinion holds weight. Big deal or not a big deal. So Inter-Miami debuts tonight. We know that ESPN's going to be covering Messi. Luis Miguel Echegaray, he's been on our show before. He's a big uh, MLS guy. He's a big soccer guy. He's on SportsCenter all the time with the updates for Leo Messi. Here's Luis Miguel Echegaray. He's on SportsCenter this morning about the expectation for this Inter-Miami team. One of my biggest issues about Inter-Miami, David, is aside from the fact that you're looking at this team on paper and you're thinking, wow, this is a dream team. Messi, Lucho Suarez, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba. But guess what? Messi is 36, Lucho Suarez is 37, Jordi Alba is 34, and Sergio Busquets is 35. The longevity and staying healthy is going to be key for Inter Miami. Oh, and guess what? There happens to be a Copa America tournament this summer and the Olympics. So what happens if these players are called for those tournaments, specifically Messi? So to me, Tata Martino think, needs to think like an NFL coach. Just try and make the playoffs. You make the playoffs, you're good enough. Let's see what happens. I'm going big deal. That makes a lot of sense what he's saying there. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So how about unsportsmanlike? ESPN Radio, every day, 6, 10 a.m. My colleagues, Evan Cohen, Chris Candy, Michelle Smallman. Well, this morning on Unsportsmanlike, Smallman is wearing a jersey. She is the star of the MLS season. She's wearing a St. Louis, I think, are they called United? She's wearing the St. Louis United jersey this morning it's got her name on it and they were questioning her about it 
just the, thing. Here's I just think thing. it's just weird. At some point, we grow mm-hmm. out of like the whole jersey phase. <laughs> it was right. a gift. So I have never owned a jersey. This is quite literally the first jersey I've ever owned in my entire life. Well, I take that back. I had a Dan Marino jersey when I was a kid. But as an adult, this is the first jersey that I have ever owned or had. And I'm very proud to wear it. Someone tweeted me and said, you're an ambassador for City. They sent you the jersey because they know that you love them. You're part of the team. You're repping them. If I was a U.S. ambassador and I was going to a U.N. meeting, I'm going to wear the pin. I'm going to wear the American flag. I'm going to rep where I'm from, just like I'm repping where I'm from today. This is my team. This is my crest, and I'm supporting them. You just compare wearing a soccer jersey to, to representing at the U- United Nations? Yes, I would wear you the You think flag. that's similar? Yes, because I'm an ambassador of my city. <laughs> I'm going big deal because here's the thing. It's not a big deal to wear the jersey. And by the way, she looks great in that jersey. MLS jerseys are really good-looking jerseys to wear. Soccer jerseys, I should say, are really good-looking jerseys to wear. But it's a big deal because her name is on the back. I got a bunch of jerseys. Marlins jerseys, Heat jerseys in my closet hanging up there with my name on the back. The teams have been very good to me. When they have new jerseys come out, they send me a jersey. It's got my name on the back. So I love it. They're great collector items. But here's the thing. By putting my name on the back of the jersey, you've also guaranteed I'm never going to wear it. I can't wear a jersey with my name on the back of it. I didn't play for the team. I can't do that. But I keep sending me jerseys. They're great collector's items. I love having them. They're hanging up very nicely in my closet here. But the jersey with the name on the back, I can't subscribe to that, so I'm going big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, tonight, been talking about Inter Miami's back in action tonight. Also, here, Watsko Center, Coral Gables, the Miami Hurricanes men's basketball, Jim Laranango and them boys hosting number eight Duke tonight. How about that? Some college basketball action for you at 7 p.m. I'm going big deal. We'll have Inter-Miami on the big TV. We'll have Hurricanes and Duke on the small TV. That's how we're rolling tonight. That's a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes. All right. There you have it, everybody. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Got a lot going on. You can have a lot to react to tomorrow morning. Thanks to all you guys for hanging out and listening to us. Not on ESPN tonight. I'm on tomorrow night. We'll talk about that tomorrow. That's not what's important right now. What is important is I thank everybody behind the scenes for helping to put together a great show today. Your hard work is always appreciated. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.